0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host Austin Hill. Today we're in part three in our conversation. We hope you enjoy.
1: If we're going to do that and we're going to address fear, that means we have to do like and I, we have to be okay with doing things that scare us and with releasing control of the things that aren't actually in our control. Like it's a it is, a, it is an admirable thing to want to be safe and to keep those around us safe, but it's unrealistic to think that the people that I am always going to be safe and pain-free and the people around me are always going to be safe and pain-free. And that right there is what makes a healthy community is knowing that someday I'm going to be the one that's not safe and that I need pulled back in. So if we're walking around and as soon as someone does something that we don't agree with, we push them away. One day I'm going to do the thing that the group doesn't agree with. And I really hope that somebody says like, "Hey, let's talk about this. Why are you doing this?" Like you this I don't understand. Let's be curious about this instead of we're pushing you away. And that's in like what maintains what maintains a community is like we are able to identify what a closed-handed issue is and an open-handed issue. Closed-handed issues are just like, this is, we do, like, the things we believe in collectively and the things that we do not tolerate. So, and those can, like, and it's not just, uh, most things in life are not so black and white that you can have a moment of doubt. Because, like, here, like I'm, a, like, I'm a Christian. I've been a part of a Christian family and Christian faith my entire life. I have a lot of doubts a lot. I get angry at Jesus some of the things that I think, and some of the conversations and prayers I've had with Jesus, even lately, I think if I were to say them out loud to like nineteen year old me, I'd freak out. And be like, "That guy, you can't be around him. He's doubting Jesus because you can't doubt Jesus." Like, I, like I, I need the people around me in this Christian community to like be able to affirm who Jesus is, acknowledge, and point out how he's how he's encouraged me or like been there for me and protected me and the people I care about. Like we need, like we have to be able to be weak with each other and that's, that scares people.
0: Yeah. Well, in order to have intimacy, there's gotta be a level of vulnerability and that's kind of how, what I'm how I'm interpreting some of the stuff you're saying. Like we have to be vulnerable. We have to be willing to, like you said, be weak, be honest with the people around to have the intimacy that we so desire and need to have that sense of closeness. All of us want to be known like we're made by and for relationships. If we believe that we're made in God's image, we're made by and for relationships to go back to the first couple things you said about the importance of community. That's what community is. Um, it takes a level of vulnerability. And I think we have to realize too, like, when we're in community there's going to be things we hear, there's going to be things that we see, there's going to be concerns that we have, there's going to cuz we've got an opinion, other people have different opinion. But we have to recognize our brains get pretty catastrophic. And you used the word objective earlier and I think it's important to even differentiate there's an object there's an objective way to look
1: at things and there's a subjective way to look at things. So objective is OB and then subjective is SUB subject. Yes. So, objective
0: and subjective and 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 just to kind of like in layman's terms, like describe what I'm talking about, when I'm observing something objectively, I'm more focused on the facts of the situation, actual things that happened. That's objective. If I'm looking at something subjectively subject- subjectivity is more based in feelings, maybe it's a sense I have. Maybe it's a vibe I feel, but it's 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 less factual, more emotional. Where objectivity is more factual, less emotional. And I think before we arrive at a conclusion, before we arrive at at any sort of conclusion or, or destination or thought or idea around what we think about somebody, or we start to judge somebody, or we start to say something about somebody, we need to make sure, or I would I would urge us to make sure that we're being objective as well as subjective. Because most of us, it starts with feeling. We get a subjective feeling, right? It lives in the land of subjectivity. Oh, I've just got a feeling. Well, man, I'm sorry, but as a leader, I don't know sometimes what to do about your feelings or my feelings. Now, don't get me wrong. We talk about this a lot on the podcast. Part of being a healthy person is being attuned to our emotions, not arguing against that. We need to, we need to pay attention to how we feel. But before we start to make judgment statements about others and, and, and start to make decisions about our life, we also have to make sure we're being objective. Okay, I'm feeling a certain way. And Austin, you know me. I'm a feel person. Like it's hard, like it's hard for me to hide how I feel. Um, um whether good for for better or for worse. Um but but before I'm gonna engage in something, I better. I better take my subjective feelings and get factual. I, I better get objective. What actually happened? What was actually said? What, what evidence is there to back up how I'm feeling? Because if I live my life just based on subjectivity, just based on feeling, I am going to cause myself harm and I'm going to harm others. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then.